Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. These programs are based on the ministry of Witness Lee and his 21-year crowning work, The Life Study of the Bible, which focuses on the enjoyment of Christ as the divine life as revealed in the Bible. We hope that through these studies you'll be brought into a deeper enjoyment of the Scriptures and of our dear and precious Lord Jesus. You can contact us by sending email to radio at lsm.org or reach us toll-free, 888-LIFE-STUDY. Now, let's join today's program. For centuries in the Old Testament, God's interests and his people were served by the priesthood. But in Hebrews, we see a marvelous succession to that priesthood. No longer do we look to any earthly man to intervene for us to God. We look to Christ alone as our great high priest, a priest after the order of Melchizedek. This is our message today on Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, a program furnished by Living Stream Ministry. And Francis Ball has returned for another exploration of the marvelous book of Hebrews. And Francis, today we sail into deeper waters. Probably many Christians have never heard what we're about to talk about today. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me with you. Francis, we're going to be looking today and for several programs coming up at the marvelous Old Testament type of Christ, Melchizedek. Many Christians probably don't know much, if anything, about Melchizedek. Why don't you give us a little background on the story of this Old Testament priest? Well, this is, uh, I would say, maybe more than just an Old Testament priest. His name really occurs only twice in the whole Old Testament. First in Genesis chapter 14, and then again in Psalm 110. But when you get to the New Testament, his name comes up only in Hebrews. In the book of Hebrews, his name is mentioned eight or nine times. And it shows very much that Melchizedek is a type of Christ. And a type of Christ that far exceeds the type that we see of Christ in the uh, Aaronic priesthood in the Old Testament. So I think today we'll have a marvelous picture of this man who is very mysterious, who has a lot of things said about him that are quite uh, marvelous and seem beyond uh, being human. But Melchizedek is a marvelous type of Christ as everything to us. We're going to get very much into the priesthood according to the order of Melchizedek. Let's join Witness Lee with our life study. I do believe all of you who have read the Bible do know something about the order of the priesthood. According to the Bible, there are only two orders of the priesthood. One is the order of Aaron, and the other is the order of Melchizedek. I would call your attention to this one thing. According to the Bible record, the order of Aaron didn't come first, but the one that came first was that of Melchizedek. And we all have to see the meaningful thing 
in the record of the Bible concerning this matter of the order of the priesthood is that Melchizedek came in not with the descendants, but with the first generation father, with Abraham. We all should have seen that Adam was the head of the created race. Abraham became the head of the call race. The created race, under the headship of Adam, became a failure. Adam failed God in God's eternal purpose. So, the created race became altogether a defeat. So, in a sense, God gave that up by His almighty being. He would never give up His purpose. He may give up the mankind, but He would never give up His purpose. So, according to His economy, He came in to call one out of the fallen created race. And this one was Abraham. Abraham was called to start another race. Not the created race, but the called race. God called us. Romans 8 says, God foreknew, God uh, predestinated, then God called what he foreknew and predestinated. In the New Testament, the calling of God is not a small thing. Oh, the high calling. Oh, the heavenly calling. Oh, we have to behave ourselves worthy of our calling. This calling is something better, higher, richer, more important than creation. We all have been called. Today, we are the called race. And Abraham, our father, is the head of this race. The priesthood that came to the father of the called race was not one according to the order of Aaron, but one according to Melchizedek. Abraham was met with Melchizedek. Melchizedek ministered bride and wine. He came to Abraham for the ministering of bread and wine. One day, the Lord Jesus, at the time he was holding the disciples, sat up the table and he passed on what to the disciples? Bride and wine. You must believe the Bible is wonderful and the Bible is consistent. You saw bread and wine from Melchizedek to Abraham. Now you see again bread and wine from this one to the disciples. I don't believe many of us who have been partaking of the Lord's table for years have ever seen that the Lord's table is something fully related 
to his priesthood of the order of Melchizedek. It's so interesting, so meaningful to see. The first time the Bible says something concerning priesthood, it says in this way, that this priesthood came from God. He was the priesthood of the Most High. And he came from the Most High to pass on bread and wine to the Father of the Chorus. Do you really understand what do the bread and the wine signify at the Lord's people? Well, we are told clearly, this is my body. And this is my blood. So the bride and wine simply means the Lord himself. After so much process given to us. Bride and wine signify nothing but the process that God and ministered to us. This is just God himself. God himself processed and ministered to us. Francis, as we have seen, the priesthood of the Old Testament fell basically into two categories, the priesthood of Aaron and the priesthood according to the order of Melchizedek. One was a system of priesthood, and the other was the priesthood of this mysterious man without genealogy. How do these two compare? Uh, somewhat, what you've uh, indicated in your question, Chris, points this out, because the priesthood in the Old Testament particularly was that of a system. Aaron and those descendants of Aaron were a priesthood, and their priesthood was to carry out certain offerings to God for man. There was another priesthood that's only identified as such, and we don't see it in operation in the Old Testament, and that's the order of Melchizedek. And uh, it was prophesied in Psalm 110 that Christ would be a priest after the order of Melchizedek. And Melchizedek, we found out, is one who comes from God to supply the people of God. The system of the priesthood under Aaron was to do something for God, to God, and to accomplish something in man's behalf. And it has a lot to do with sacrifices to God, offerings to God. But these are sacrifices and offerings in our stead and for our benefit. But when you get to uh, the uh, Melchizedek priesthood, he is one who comes with something from God to man. He himself is a mystery. He has no beginning of days, no end of life. He just shows up on the scene after a battle there in Genesis chapter 14. He shows up on the scene to provide bread and wine. And when he showed up with this, he had something for Abraham to sustain, to supply, to support him. And this was a marvelous picture of what we will see about Christ supplying and supporting his people whom he has rescued from the enemy's clutches. So we thank the Lord for both the Aaronic priesthood, 
which gives us a picture of our salvation by satisfying all judicial requirements, and the order of Melchizedek, which satisfies our daily need. Francis, this is a marvelous picture. Certainly, God has a need, and the priesthood of Aaron satisfied that one, but we have a need as well. So praise him, we have a great high priest after the order of Melchizedek to minister to us. Let's rejoin Witness Lee. The Bible is profound. Bride in the whole Bible means life supply. I am the bride of life. I am the bread from heaven to give you life. And wine in the Bible means blood to accomplish redemption, to quench your thirst. We are fallen people. Under God's condemnation, we are really thirsty because the righteous judgment like a fire burning us. Under God's condemnation, we are thirsty. But water cannot quench our thirst. It got to be some liquid from life. Wine is not water. Wine is a kind of life liquid. Wine in the Bible comes out of grape, something of life. So the Lord Jesus picked up wine to signify his redeeming blood. Take this and drink. This is my blood given for your sins. This is quite meaningful, brothers and sisters. Melchizedek came to minister bride and wine to the called father. This signified Christ came to minister himself, processed by the cross, that he could be our life supply, and he could be also the very redeeming wine to quench our thirst under God's condemnation. When the priests, according to the order of Aaron, were mentioned, they were mentioned in a way they were chosen from people. And uh, they were called to be the priests, not to minister bread and wine but to offer sacrifice for sins. But the high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek, is something more. Not going to God, but coming to us. Not going to God with the sacrifice, but coming to us with bread and wine. This means... What Christ today as the high priest ministers to us is all something that comes out of his redemption. He died for us. He sacrificed his body and he shed his blood. And this all has been accomplished in the past. Before he went to God the Father, he accomplished all the things. According to this book, to the Hebrews, he offered himself 
once for all to solve the problem of sin. And then he brought his blood to the Holy Spirit and sprinkled it in the presence of God. So he accomplished redemption. So now he's sitting there. As far as redemption goes, Christ has no more to do, but is sitting there. But after this, he still need to be our high priest. He still need to be our high priest, not to go to God, but to come to us. Not to come to us to deal with our sins, to solve our problems of sins, but to come to us to minister bride and wine, which are just himself processed through death and resurrection. Francis, the priesthood of Aaron was typified by his service to God, as you mentioned in your previous answer, and we just got through hearing here. And in this priesthood, they were bringing sacrifices to God on behalf of us, the people. But the priesthood of Melchizedek was characterized by this ministry of the bread and wine to the members of the called race. Christ surely has ministered at Francis to God on our behalf, even once for all. But what about his ministry today related to us? Which ministry occupies him primarily today? Today, praise the Lord, Christ's ministry is related to us by his dispensing of himself as bread and wine for our enjoyment. It's quite significant that this is the bread and the wine is what was offered to Abraham when he came from the battle. And when you turn to the New Testament, you find Christ himself is offering bread and wine to his disciples. And this bread is something of life. And this wine also even comes of something of life. It's not water. It's wine. That indicates there's something of life. The whole ministry of the order of Melchizedek is a picture of Christ supplying himself after the process of death and resurrection, supplying what he is as bread and wine to us. Whenever we come to the Lord's table, we should realize that we are there enjoying Christ in his resurrection as the life supply to us, as bread and wine. This is just a matter of Christ's present ministry to dispense himself into his chosen people to be life and everything to them. And this is what is indicated in the bread and the wine. It's just Christ himself who's been processed through death and resurrection to be everything that we need and the one we can enjoy. This is a marvelous picture, an even more marvelous experience of Christ. Thank you, Francis. Let's go back to Witness Lee for the conclusion of this life study. This high priest, according to Melchizedek, he is the cause of eternal salvation. He is my eternal salvation. Not temporary. Never forget, he is the cause of the eternal salvation. In chapter 2, you only have the captain of our salvation. There, you still didn't have the cause of eternal salvation until you reach Melchizedek. 
Joshua was the captain. But Melchizedek is the high priest. Our Jesus is not only today's Joshua to us, but also today's eternal Melchizedek. As the captain, he takes the lead, and we follow him as the Melchizedek of the cause of eternal salvation. We are eating him. We are drinking him. He ministered himself to us as bread and wine. And this is why we need to come to table all the time to declare to the whole universe, this is our way of living. Our way of living is to take the bread and wine day by day as our daily supply. At the first day of every week, we come together to make a declaration to the whole universe, this is our way of living. The table is a symbol, symbolizing that our cry today is the Melchizedek at the Lord's table coming to minister bread and wine to us. This is the cause of our salvation. Eternal salvation. Including time. Including space. Including every aspect. No circumstances. No environment can exceed this eternal salvation. This is nothing less than Jesus, the Son of God, being our Melchizedek. No demanding. No requirement. He comes to you not demanding, not requiring. He comes to you ministering. Are you tired? Here's bread. Are you thirsty? Here's wine. Eat and drink. Enjoy. Look into the record of chapter 4 and 5. At the end of chapter 4, it says, we have the high priest. Then it says, draw near to the throne of grace to receive mercy and to find grace for the time they need. Then, following this, you have chapter 5. To tell you, who is this high priest you are going to meet at the throne of grace? Not the priest according to Aaron but the priest according to Melchizedek. The very high priest you are going to meet with at the throne of Greece is Melchizedek. No demanding, no requiring, but coming to you and ministering bride and wine as your supply. I like this, brothers. I tell you, I like this. I like this as well, Francis. I like this as well. You know, he mentioned seeing Christ in chapter 2 as the captain of our salvation. This is one of my truly favorite points in the whole book of Hebrews. But here, seeing him as Melchizedek, the great high priest, the one who is the cause of our salvation, this may be even more marvelous. Do you agree, Francis? Oh, I do agree that this is even more marvelous. We certainly do Praise the Lord for the captain of our salvation, typified by Joshua bringing the people of God into the good land. That was marvelous. 
Christ has really accomplished a lot for us by his death on the cross, by his resurrection. But to see him not only as a captain leading us and taking us on, but now as the Melchizedek, the great high priest, he has risen, he has ascended, and now his work for our salvation has been completed. But now he wants to dispense what he is into us. So when we get to this portion about the glorious function of Melchizedek bringing bread and wine. This is Christ giving himself as the one who is bread and wine. What made that bread the bread that we can enjoy him? Well, he went into death, and he resurrected. And out of that resurrection, he got many, many believers. So now we have the resurrection life of Christ to be our daily supply. And the thing that's so wonderful about this, Chris, I believe, is that this applies to our daily life so much. Whatever kind of problem we have, whatever kind of difficulties we face in our married life, in our business life, in all kinds of situations, we can just enjoy Christ as the rich supply that meets every need and causes us to be able to swallow up every difficulty by resurrection. I like this. Don't you like this? I say again, I like this as well, Francis. This is a marvelous picture when you begin to talk about something like the priesthood according to the order of Melchizedek. Many, many Christians probably have no appreciation or believe that this is too far, too lofty, too much above us. We could never lay hold of this. But this message today has really brought it, as you said, into our experience. Daily, we can experience this one who is ministering life to us, the bread and the wine. Isn't that wonderful? He's our daily salvation, feeding us with the bread and wine of Christ himself. Francis, thank you for your fellowship today. For Francis Ball, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you for joining us today. You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. Whether you're hearing this program via radio, online, or as a podcast, you'll find hundreds of audio studies just like this one by visiting our website, lsmradio.com. We also hope you'll email us with your questions or comments, radio at lsm.org, or call us toll-free, 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Thanks for listening.